Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Okay, so we're on. Hey, Michelle. Good morning, Jen. How are you? Excellent. So for some people, it's not good morning, it's good night, or it's there, you know, in the afternoon, or who knows when um, people have the um, the space and the time to listen to their podcasts. I usually like to listen to my podcasts as I'm driving to the airport. And um, sometimes um, when I do, I actually have to pull over because I like to write things down sometimes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully um, this is a podcast that uh, you can use and be useful for people because we're really going to um, have a look at the year in review, 2019. Yeah, who, who'd have thought? <laughs> we're here already. It's been such a uh, full-on year for a lot of people this year. It's not what they expected. Uh, however, what I have found in terms of the, you know, successful people, it's how they rode the wave mm. of these um, opportunities and challenges. Yeah, because they come in different forms and it's really the meaning that we make out of them that is going to um, be the difference. And I was listening to something the other day and I think it was um, they were quoting Edison and he said um, something like, you know, like most people usually tend to uh, stop their project or what they're doing um, at the time when things would have, if they would have continued, turned around and been a success, but it's actually continuing that um, on the path of what they actually want, independent sometimes of how they're feeling about it because sometimes it actually does get a little bit difficult and gritty and we think that things are going wrong when is if we just kind of like continue gently in the direction of our dreams or our goals it actually does work out and one of the stories I was listening to yesterday was about Walt Disney and um, how he I think was um, employed in an animation studio and he lasted one week and they said, you know, like you lack, lack of imagination. And then he decided to create his own animation studio and that went kaput. Um, he drove that into the ground. It was only after his, you know, like third attempt that Disney Studios was created. So it's not, it, sometimes it doesn't feel like a straight line. It feels like a little bit of a, um, a pathway. And that's why I think it's really important that people understand, you know, where their strengths are um, and to have some enjoyment about what they're doing so they can actually stay the course. I remember um, there was an, another great inventor, Madonna. There was an interview um, with her a few years ago, and I'll never forget it because she said something very similar about staying the course. She said most people give up at, at the 11th hour and it's within that hour between 11 and midnight that your dreams come true. So just keep at it. And I thought, oh, there you go. Yeah, and I think that's why it's so important to um, be guided, you know, like 
by your intuition, um, your strengths, the gifts and talents that you have, because then you're more likely to stay that course. Mm. And so that's what brings us to this um, segment today is we wanted to actually do a little bit of a year in review. And uh, even though you might be listening to this podcast right at the very end of the year or even at the beginning of next year, it's still something that is uh, worthwhile doing. And the people and the teams that we've actually taken this process through have found it to be very um, beneficial and even we do it in our business. You know, we reflect on, um, you know, what we've actually um, been through in the year and to see whether or not uh, we can do anything differently. So in order to set everyone up, that if you um, do happen to have a pen and paper handy, what we recommend is you just draw a square and divide it in half and then divide it in um, half so you've got four segments, so four square boxes. Yeah. So the way that I've done this with the team recently is we we all got together and we used one piece of butcher's paper. So instead of, you know, dividing it into quadrants, we actually took one quadrant and we used a whole piece of butcher's paper and we wrote down, actually divided them into teams and we said, uh, list down all the achievements that you have managed to tick off your list or, or achieve and whichever team comes up with the most is the winner. And it was amazing when you you actually build in a bit of competition with the teams, how many achievements they listed and they were so surprised um, at what they managed to achieve. So that would be the thing that you'd put in the top left-hand quadrant is achievements for 2019. Good. And then on the right-hand side, next to achievements in the top quadrant, top right quadrant, are lessons learnt. So what are the lessons that came out of those achievements? And that could be anything like a mindset shift. It could be you learnt something about a particular stakeholder that you didn't know before or a key process that perhaps was um, broken that needed fixing. So anything that you learnt as a result of those achievements? That's right, because these lessons can be at a very um, tactical level or they could be at a very broad, big picture level. They can be personal. They can be interpersonal. They can be team-based. And like Jan said, um, they can be in relation to your stakeholders. So you need a little bit of time to reflect, actually, in order to think about lessons learned. And some of the questions you can ask yourself are things like, so would I do anything differently? Or did it go the way I thought it was going to go? Um, Did we hit the target on the date that, you know, we expected to? And, And within... And in between those sort of reflective questions are going to be some of the lessons that um, that might sort of just reveal themselves to you. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. And so moving on to the bottom left-hand quadrant, and this is about mistakes or challenges or obstacles that you came up against. And when we talk about mistakes, you know, people have different definitions. And the thing that I want to say about mistakes that if you have made um, mistakes, it absolutely means that you are growing, that you have been able to actually operate outside your comfort zone 
and um, stretch yourself or stretch your repertoire of behaviour. Because if you stay in your safety zone, that isn't where growth happens or where that creativity and innovation happens because that's where you are going to find yourself up against things that you normally haven't been faced with. Um, so be loud and proud. That's <laughs> right. And it's almost, that's right. And you, you can actually, you know, soften it a little bit and think of them in terms of missteps. And it's, and it's within the missteps, they are almost like those stepping stones that lead you to a lesson, that lead you to a different way of looking at something. And that's all they are. It's just not the step that you thought you were, you know, expected to take. And that's why totally agree Jan it's it's when you can reflect on these um, missteps mistakes challenges that you have a new way of looking at things and then it sets you up for a smoother process next time because you can say actually something like this did happen last time I might try it this way yeah a different way and that's why, you know, if you're going to focus any of your attention, it's in this next quadrant. What are the lessons learnt from the mistakes that you made? And that's where I would um, focus a lot of the, um, the attention because this is the real growth opportunity for you. And again, like you said, Michelle, you know, look at it um, as far as um, did I learn anything about myself, either personally or professionally? Did I learn anything about my relationships, um, my well-being, my pace, uh, my personality, um, the way in which I operate? So that internal, that reflection, and then externally, what are the things that I learned about other people, other tasks, other teams, divisions, etc., and just work out. And, and the way that you could apply this process is that you could give everybody a sheet of paper in your team, get them to do um, as suggested, divide it into quadrants, get them to fill it out because we do know that almost half the population have a preference for introversion and they could do that quietly on, on their own as a reflective piece. And then as a team, you could get them to share, only you know, the things that they want to share in contributing to the, the team achievement lessons learnt um, uh, activity. And so there is something that they can take away with them into next year personally. And also then you have a living record for 2019 for your team. And it's such an easy exercise, but so powerful mm. when teams do it together because they don't take enough time. So at this time of the year, I'm hearing clients say, oh, I'm brain dead or I just want to get, you know, I just want to get to Christmas. I'm so tired. But when you do this activity, fair and they're just, their lights go off and they get really excited. And it is something that helps them bridge the gap between this year and next year in such a positive way. Mm. And in, to your point about, you know, like people are feeling, you know, a little bit fatigued, there is always something that you can do to actually change your energy levels, you know, like who do you need to be in this situation? So bring a level of consciousness to it. Are you breathing fully? Are you taking care of yourself? You know, there is always, we do always have a choice. And I think if we are just reminded, I do have a choice about what meaning I'm making out of this situation or how I'm actually feeling about this day or this person or this task, then you can actually change um, the way you, um, yeah, you feel about it as well because that's why we do anything, isn't it, to really, you know, to, to feel a certain way. Yeah, be happy. 
Okay, so Jen, lessons learned for 2019. Yeah, I thought, you know, this would take me a long time to think about, but before we kind of jumped on the podcast this morning, you know, I just wrote down the, the first three things that came to, to mind. And the first one, so do we want a tic-tac? So I'll give one and then you give one? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the first one for me is um, the power of breath. So this is a physical um, learning for me um, and the insight for me is that whenever I am feeling fatigued, that is the number one thing that I actually do. Um, Whenever I'm coaching people, um, I actually bring in some breath work there, even in when I'm facilitating now and I can see the energy actually, you know, like going down, I'll invite everyone to stand up and take some deep, diaphragmatic breaths because it is the quickest and most efficient way of shifting the energy um, in a person. And what came um, up for me around that is that I did an ice bath challenge and they talked through, you know, like how to control your breath. Um, We also did a four-day live event with Anthony Robbins and he was talking about the power of breath. And so it just has come up, it's bubbled up. Um, all the way through the year. So for me, um, breath was um, one of my top three takeaway lessons. Okay, so for me, uh, it was having a consistent morning practice. The lesson for me was, you know, just do it (laughs) because it works for me. Uh, When I can have a consistent morning practice that sets me up for the day, whether it's, you know, thinking about something that I'm grateful for, uh, writing in my journal, I um, I just tend to have a better day. So that's my lesson learned is do it and be consistent with it. Yeah, and that came, um, one of the things, and I think that was a really good lesson too, Michelle, because when we went and saw Dr Joe Dispenza, um, he um, took us through a morning and an evening meditation and so we set up an app for it and so you, myself and a couple of our other um, friends did the app for, and I think the app is still going. I think, yeah, 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 (laughs) I see you on it, um, yeah, quite regularly. And, and, And again, if you want to create any change in your life, it really is good to garner the support of other people because it actually helps you to um, stick to um, that new way of operating. Um, Okay, so the next one for me, my lesson was um, how to accept, (laughs) how to be in acceptance of the things that are showing up for you. So whenever we do a program, we always share a a beautiful model or an elegant model of change. And the the model of change has a three-step process. And the first one is awareness, acceptance, and action. And I usually talk about um, the power of acceptance, you know, like when you can accept things the way they are without having the need to change them things will actually change. And even though I say those, you know, words a lot and at some level I do know that to be true, when you are going through um, things that you kind of like don't want to go through. So, for example, you know, I've had a lot of injuries this year and it's like, oh, once this um, is right, then I'll be okay. You know, then I'll be able to swim the bay and then I'll be able to do my boot camp and things like that. And it's... It's really um, humbling 
to accept where you are and what your body is telling you to do um, in the environment that you're in um, and without being in resistance of it needing to change. And it really does take a lot of conscious awareness to stay in that place. Um, so that was a, a really powerful insight. I don't know that I've uh, totally nailed it, um, and I think this is, you know, an iterative approach, but at some level, I, I, um, it's been a, a really powerful lesson. That's beautiful. Um, God, I've got so many lessons as you'll, you know, for me, one just came up and that is where all works in progress. It never finishes. But the, the other lesson that I did write down was, uh, for me, scheduling around the things that are important to me. I uh, had a very big impact when I did it and I'm going to continue to do that. And things that are important to me are my health and well-being, uh, are, you know, my family, uh, you know, us working together. And when I schedule and put it in my diary, uh, then it happens. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, it's there, ready for me. Which leads to the next one, and I'll just go into that, Jam, was the power of visual reminders. And you really um, encourage me to do this. And I have it, I have them all set up in my office now. The, you know, the visual reminders, whether they are words or affirmations or pictures, they just change your, that can change your state of mind and can focus your energy to where you want to get to and what you want to do. So the, yeah, the, the power of visual reminders was another lesson for me this year. Yeah, and everyone can do that. Like uh, reading some of Bruce Lipton's um, work who talks about epigenetics and um, change, and he said the first thing that you need to do to change anything is change the environment. Mm -hmm. and, and by actually doing a physical reminder, you are changing the environment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And the third one for me is the power of feedback. Um, we have just completed our um, first online leadership program, Leadership Essentials, where we had 20 participants and we invited one of those participants to also be a, uh, an observer and um, to give us feedback on the program and on us as far as facilitating and delivering. And it was just such an interesting process because we talk about feedback all the time. And the first time when we got the feedback was a couple of pages long and it was like, oh, you know, like a sting to the heart and, oh, my gosh, really? Do we sound like that? And, oh, is that is that the, feed, that's the, the um, feedback that this person is um, giving us? However, what we noticed is every week when we would receive the feedback, we would be more and more willing and accepting of the feedback. It was like, oh, I wonder what the feedback's going to be today because our intention was to improve. That was our absolute number one intention. It wasn't to get accolades and to feel acknowledged and, oh, everyone um, you know, loves us. Our prime motivation was to get better. And I tell you what, it made such a difference to the quality and delivery, timing, setup because of that feedback. And there's something about getting it on a regular basis, Jan, because you, you get used to it. So if you're only getting feedback once or twice a year, 
it does feel like you need to brace yourself. But if you're getting it on a regular um, on a regular basis, it it, it just loses the sting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just par for the course, and then you can tweak. And that was that was an uh, absolutely an interesting exercise for for us. Really worthwhile. Yeah, you get feedback all the time from workshops, but. This was different because it was our baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that point about um, getting feedback on a regular basis, however, maybe in um, blocks of time, you know what I mean? Like chunks of time. So in the next month, you're going to get regular feedback from me because you have to own your feedback. Like we set the parameters, like we wanted the feedback over this course. And so this is something that you can actually do um, with your team or with a colleague or um, with your manager is invite to get feedback over a period as opposed to um, over an extended period of 12 months. So you actually have to own the way in which the feedback is given to you as well in order to own it fully. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's go through those, um, those insights from us. So we have a consistent morning practice. So do you want to just share, Michelle, before we actually go through that, give us an idea of, of, it, of your practice. So I, um, as soon as I wake up, I uh, sit up or, or I lay down. It doesn't really matter. And I, uh, I have a morning uh, meditation that I listen to, Louise Hay, and it steps you through all the things that um, you could be grateful for. And then after I do that, I'll have my hot water and lemon. And sometimes if I've got the time and the energy, I'll write down, I'll just write down what I'm looking forward to in the day. Nice. And, you know, and then there's my exercise. I try and, you know, go to yoga or do some form of exercise, you know, most mornings, every second morning, something like that. Right. Okay. So a consistent morning practice. The other one was scheduling around the things that are important to you. That's uh, the power of visual reminders. Power of breath. The importance of acceptance. And the absolute, you know, um, champion, feedback, <laughs> breakfast of champions, yeah, the power of feedback. So um, the invitation here is when you're listening to this, what um, is coming up for you? So is there something that you want to introduce um, into your life, into the way in which you operate, uh, the way in which you work or interact with people that will allow you to um, feel more deeply, uh, to enjoy the work that you're doing, um, perhaps um, make it a little bit more meaningful by seeing the connections and the impact that you're actually having on, on other people. So think about that and, um, yeah, maybe make a, a commitment to start um, changing in some way if, if you feel um, the desire to oh and, and that's that's the beauty about us coming to this time of the year 2020 could be it's it's an opportunity for a do-over <laughs> in every aspect of your life if you want it to be yeah so um, that's our wish for um, everyone um, that uh, listens to the podcast and that we've worked with um, over the year feeling really humbled and excited um, for yeah, the year ahead because we've got some great things in our back pocket that um, we're just itching to share with everyone.
We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.